Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw, known as the Success Alchemist. You can find me at the successalchemist.net, the webalchemist.net, Empowered Manifestation, and on Facebook and YouTube, Jan Shaw the Success Alchemist, on Twitter at Coach Jan Shaw. Today is the 22nd of May 2021 and another packed week in terms of news. The title of today's show is Good News of the Week, Freight Train of Truth, Dominoes Are Falling. And I'm going to touch a little bit on uh, vaccine stroke COVID-19 latest news if I have time for that. But I want to start with Good News of the Week and this is from CJ Truth on Telegram. And so he puts together every Sunday and Wednesday a kind of a summary of what's been going on that's positive news. So I thought it would be good to start with that because I know I tend to um, talk about the bad news that's going around to an extent, but always trying to give it a positive spin. So let's start with this. Um, with all the news that's out there and the fake news media continuing to share propaganda and lies, I want to make sure you understand we are winning on many fronts. All of this happened the past four days. And this would have been put out Wednesday, of course. <clears throat> Good news of the week, week of May 17th. Bill Gates is being urged to come forward with evidence about his former pedo pal, Jeffrey Epstein, after their years-long relationship continued after Epstein was a known pedophile. Incidentally, there has been an article out on Real Raw News saying that uh, Marines, I think it was Marines or SEALs anyway, um, they invaded Gates's compound at his, his ranch. I think it was in Wyoming. Um, as I've said before, I'm a little bit sceptical about this website, particularly as um, there's a lot of news out there saying that Bill Gates and Melinda Gates uh, were were hanged in India for what they did to children with their experimental polio vaccine. So I just wanted to throw that in because I always say, you know, we do need to be discernment. And there's something that feels not right to me about that site but anyway obviously you need to come to your own conclusion about that uh, number two going back to the good news a u.s tax court judge has ordered the irs to disclose if it is if it criminally investigated the clinton foundation sorry about that noise in the background it's a very very noisy big 18 wheeler going past and quite interestingly a bit like the freight train of truth that i said in the title of the show okay uh, number three rand paul appeared on fox news saying dr fauci could potentially be responsible for the coronavirus pandemic soon after cdc the cdc lifted the mask mandate for the jabbed and fauci is nowhere to be found I've got an article on that subject, if I have time to share it with you at the end of the show. Number four, new polling by CBS News finds 80% of Republicans agree with the removal of Liz Cheney from GOP leadership and that 67% of Republicans do not consider Joe to be the legitimate president. And I suspect that number ought to be higher, 67%. I'm sure it's higher than that. Number five, CNN fired their con con contributor who repeatedly praised Hitler. Number six, Supreme Court teed up to review abortion bans in Mississippi case. This could pe potentially change how landmark abortion cases such as Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey affect Americans. Number seven, Prince Andrew is removed from almost 50 patronages as charities rush to distance themselves from him over to link over links to pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. They were a bit slow in doing that, I think, but anyway. Number eight, a Microsoft engineer alleged she had a multi-year sexual relationship with Bill Gates. Board members began the investigation in 2019 and decided it was no longer suitable for Mr. Gates to sit as director. He resigned before the investigation was complete. His spokeswoman now denies this is why he left his position. 
Number nine, new polling by CBS News finds 80% of Republicans. Oh, I think that's a repetition. Indeed it was. Number 10, the AP was caught lying to the world. It turns out they knew Hamas was operating out of their now-destroyed shared building in Gaza as far back as 2014. Number 11, Chrissy Tagan's Cravings Cookware line was dropped by Macy's, then Bloomingdale's pulled out of a major contract at the last minute as backlash continues to grow over Tagan's cyberbullying scandal. If you're not familiar with that, apparently she tweeted to a number of teenagers encouraging them to commit suicide. And of course, she deleted 60,000 tweets, which um, screenshots have shown are very pedophile related. Shocking, shocking woman. Number 12, MSNBC has collapsed with Trump gone. For the key demographic of 25 to 54, they barely can get 150,000 to watch even their primetime shows outside of Maddow. More people watch a YouTube show. Incidentally, Maddow, lots of posts on Telegram about Maddow's uh, rant about Q and um, the Republicans and, oh, just losing it. So... <laughs> Somebody said she's been doing a great job of red-pilling people that watch her. So, obviously, panic is happening uh, more and more. 13. Texas lifted their mask mandate two months ago. They were ridiculed and criticised for it by MSM, scientists, and even by Biden. And scientists are in inverted commas. We know why that is. Now they have zero COVID deaths for the first time in 14 months. 14. Texas Governor Greg Abbott issued an executive order prohibiting governmental entities, including schools, from requiring or mandating mask wearing. After June 4th, no student, teacher, parent, staff member or visitor can be required to wear a mask while on school campus. 15. More videos surface showing Capitol Police welcoming people into the building and working with them to peacefully protest. Number 16. Several senators spoke, spoke out against the January 6th commission, weakening the odds of it passing. Senators insist the focus should be on the real threats posed by BLM, Antifa, open borders, cyber warfare, etc. Of course, Pelosi is, uh, crazy Pelosi is just determined to uh, persecute the people that were present at that largely peaceful protest. 17. Fauci admits he did not need to wear a mask or two after being jabbed, showing that Rand Paul was right, it was theatre. 18. Drew Barrymore hosts Dylan Farrow on her show. Drew says she sees what is happening in the industry now, that she regrets working with Woody Allen and thanks Dylan for her bravery in exposing her adoptive father as a pedophile. Number 19, Columbia Journalism Review was forced to admit and highlight many of the New York Times ethical issues in their article about Project Veritas's important win in its defamation case against New York Times. Continue below. 20, Consumers Research launched a seven-figure ad campaign targeting Coke, Nike and American Airlines for their woke politics after the company's recent opposition to election integrity bills in Georgia and Texas. The ads, which will air nationally as well as in local markets where the companies are based, strongly criticise the unethical behaviour of these companies and urge them to serve their customers, not woke politicians. 21. The Supreme Court ruled unanimously Monday that warrantless gun confiscation from Americans' homes is un unconstitutional, striking down a lower court's ruling. Number 22, and the good news is, God reigns over the nations, God sits on his holy throne. Psalm 47 verse 8. I want to move on by sharing with you, this is an email from uh, James Gilliland of seti.org. Um, I would imagine quite a number of you are familiar with his work. It's focused around um, connecting with extraterrestrials. And he also does 
um, clearings and a lot of metaphysical work as well. He's put together a pretty good summary of what the situation is with um, COVID, the vaccines, masks, you name it. So I'm going to read this one to you. I received this on the 21st and it goes, Fox News with Tucker Carlson just nailed Fauci and Gates to the wall. Tucker Carlson is doing a great job at the moment. <laughs> he really is going after these people. Their own head of research at Wuhan Labs admitted creating the COVID-19, which is not natural. The head researchers at Wuhan Lab in China publicly thanked Fauci for funding the gain-of-function research. This is not just a bombshell, it is a nuke. You cannot patent a natural virus. It was created in the lab by combining variants from bats, fish, humans, etc. Much like the recent swine flu. This is called gain-of-function research. It was fully funded by, by Fauci and Gates, both known and admitted eugenicists who have been very vocal about the need for population control. I also might add, Fauci was very involved with the NIH research on AIDS and the various concoctions of which some journalists referred to as genocide. Why would you give a gay person a different injection than a straight person? Why was the military giving different shots to black soldiers than white soldiers? Are you starting to get the big picture? This is lockstep with the cabal or global elite's plans for as much as 80% population reduction. In Bill Gates' own words, the vaccines will be the means to reduce the population. See his TED Talks interviews. In India, they are seeking damages for the polio vaccine distributed by the Gates Foundation that resulted in genocide of their citizens that received the tainted vaccines. Twelve cases of polio turned into 45,000 after the vaccine and rising, leaving a trail of dead bodies and crippled men, women and children, not from polio but from the vaccines. After the COVID-19 vaccines, men are becoming sterile, women are having miscarriages ejecting their uterus, some are becoming paralysed, shaking violently, others are dropping dead on the spot or within, within a couple of weeks after the injection. Doctors are now dying who publicly rebuked the anti-vaxxers. This is going largely unreported as in the extreme election, as is, sorry that was a typo in there, as is the extreme election fraud. Doctors of integrity are now refusing to treat those who got the jab due to protecting their own staff from shedding. In other words, the vaccine now is making super spreaders out of those who in ignorance participated in the experiment. The Texas Senate, after hearing testimony of how the animal testing was stopped because they all died, has come to the conclusion that humans are now the guinea pigs in what, according to testimony, can have crippling or deadly consequences. They passed a law stating the jab is not mandatory. Dead ferrets don't lie. Rand Paul has also called out Fauci and Gates for funding the Wuhan labs, where again their top researchers stated clearly Fauci was directly responsible for funding the gain-of-function research. Turning COVID into a bioweapon was funded by Fauci, Gates' subsidiaries, I think it should read, and the NIH. Other agencies went along with the programme. The directors at Wuhan Lab and NIH have been questioned and they are singing like canaries. Their servers have also been confiscated by the military. It either got away from them or the evidence is mounting it was intentionally released resulting in global economic disaster, the destruction of small businesses, serious illness and death, holding the people hostage in draconian lockdowns, all of which fits into the plan of the global elite. Let me read you that plan. And I think, you know, listeners to this show will know that this was all planned and uh, that is why we did not comply. OK, cabal global elite deep state agenda in their own words. In the future, it will be a question of how to reduce the population. We will find something or cause it, a pandemic that targets certain people, a real economic crisis or not, a virus that will affect the old and the elderly. It does not matter. The weak and ignorant will succumb. The stupid will believe and will ask to be treated. We will have taken care 
of having planned the treatment, a treatment that will be the solution. The selection of idiots will therefore be done by itself. They will go to the slaughterhouse alone. In other words, they will self-righteously march themselves, their families, and shame others into following them to the slaughterhouse. This includes the virtue signalling and shaming for not wearing masks. Concerning the issue of masks, Stanford Research has found that masks are useless to protect against a virus. It actually is written on the box, will not protect against coronavirus. In fact, the loss of oxygen, high carbon dioxide levels, create organ and brain damage. They reinfect the body with pathogens discarded by the body that are re-inhaled, not to mention other carcinogens and nanotech worms found on the masks. Fauci himself wrote a paper on how most people died from secondary pneumonia during the Spanish flu from wearing masks. Masks fit right into their depopulation agenda. These same folks own the patent on COVID-19 and the test kits, which show a 95% false positive. This ensures the sales of their experimental, sometimes deadly or crippling gene therapy they call vaccines, upon which they are making million, billions. These vaccines, again, which in truth are experimental gene-altering therapies, are not sanctioned by the FDA. If you die from the vaccines, your life insurance is no good because you willingly participated in an experimental gene therapy. This is not a myth. Our lawyers researched it. A jab does not make you immune. It makes you more susceptible to other virus and will most likely create a deadly cytokine storm the next time you get infected. You still have to social distance and wear a mask. So what is the benefit? All for a virus that has a 99.9% .9 survival rate does not affect children, many of which have tested positive, most likely a false positive, are asymptomatic. 1,500 people who tested positive for the COVID and recently those certified to have died from COVID were tested by five major universities. Not one had COVID, they all had influenza A and B. Massive lawsuits by researchers, scientists, international doctors are now in play against the CDC and the WHO, both of which cannot produce and isolate. And I'm going to cover, be covering that. All they have to do is produce an isolate. So far, so far, they have come up empty. Reason this, how can you make a vaccine without an isolate? And with all those fictitious dead bodies reportedly stacked up behind hospitals and in refrigerator trucks, how come they can't find an isolate? If they cannot find an isolate of COVID-19, then how can there be a new variant? For the critical thinking and research impaired, let us spill this out. He's saying not for the critical thinkers, he's saying for critical thinking impaired and research impaired, just to clarify that. You are lining up in droves to be a human guinea pig for an experimental gene therapy, an operating system with nanotechnology that can be controlled by outside frequencies. Congratulations, you're a programmable transhuman robot. It is not approved by the FDA. Once injected into your body, side effects worldwide are being reported from sterilisation, miscarriages, paralysis and death, all out of fear of a virus that may or may not exist, has already run its course, if it ever existed, that in most cases is less than a mild cold with a 99.9% .9 survival rate despite all the hype and deceptions from mainstream media. The real epidemic is fear spread by deceitful politicians and lamestream media, all with their hands in the Chinese fortune cookie jar. It is a psyop, a cyber and bio-warfare attack on America, and anyone involved needs to be held accountable. The second epidemic is the ignorance of the critical thinking and research impaired, the chaff, and it very well may end in your demise. Some parents are signing up innocent children, which to me is a total fail in parenthood. You might as well join the Morlocks. I did read that a two-year-old had died after being, she was part of the test, she or he, I can't remember, was part of the test group that, you know, they're using it on infants now. It's, it's so criminal. 
We are the children's guardians. It is our job to protect them. According to statistics, COVID doesn't even affect the children. According to all legitimate research, the masks and the jabs doing more physical and psychological damage than the disease. Forcing your children to wear masks is detrimental. Another fail in parenting. All with the promise of getting back to normal, going to that ball game or social gathering which has priority over life itself. Just recently, they're saying you can go maskless into some places if you've had both jabs. The problem now is the shedding of spike proteins by those who got the jab, making those that didn't sick. Maybe they should be the ones wearing the masks, isolated, locked down, so as not to infect the ones who want to live naturally. Personally, I don't believe I'm going to get sick. It's not my timeline, so... This is not conspiracy. This is hitting mainstream news. The few courageous reporters with integrity that still have a conscience are covering this. They are not talking heads for the global elite and the CCP, Communist China Party. These courageous reporters have had the courage to cover the real science and agenda playing out for all to see. They are finally catching up with the citizen journalists. The global elite and the CCP own the majority of the lamestream media and our politicians, Biden and family included. We would be remiss if we did not also cover social media, which has done everything to censor top international scientists, physicists and doctors, warning us of the crippling and deadly effects of the jab as well as the masks. Social media is pushing these deadly jabs through fear and deceptive fact-checking on the global population. They are complicit in these depopulation programs and crimes against humanity. Yes, this means you, the Twitter-faced, tube-googly-eyed social media, mo media monsters. Your fact-checkers are a constant reminder that facts, real science and truth do not meet your community guidelines. Guidelines lockstep with the globalist agenda to play God as socialist genocidal dictators. This included the facts concerning election fraud, which are coming out despite your efforts. No matter how many files they erase, how many fake ballots they claim are real, the evidence is already in. It has been secured by the military. Trump won. You might want to look up the words complicit, sedition and treason. I would also advise picking up a copy of the Constitution and Bill of Rights. Article 1 is a quick read. You will have plenty of time to read soon in your next vacation to a warm and sunny place, though space is limited, that rhymes with Gitmo. This very well may be our last show on social media. Spread it far and wide. We refuse to stand by and ignore the pain and suffering inflicted by these heart and soul challenged people, especially concerning the children. This is another topic that will end your citizen journalist career. Yes, satanic, luciferian child sacrificing is real, along with child sex trafficking and organ harvesting without agreement. Research adrenochrome. These activities are replete through Hollywood, the music industry, and used to bribe and blackmail politicians. Your integrity-challenged social media platforms are on their way out. To the masses, don't worry, something better will take their place very soon, I might add. When they delete your channel for telling the truth, they deleted whatever was left of their soul and it will have consequences, especially those close to and working on behalf of Creator where karma comes swiftly. Watch what comes next. We will enjoy their light review when they stand before a council of light and have to explain themselves. They may have control over technology, but they don't have control over the soul and souls everywhere are being activated. People globally are rising up, realising who they really are, along with the how and what the censors and enslavers have done. Massive protests are happening around the world. It is the Great Awakening. One has to ask why this is not being televised. Why is the corporate-owned mainstream media keeping this from us? How do you tell when they are lying? Their lips are moving. To avoid being thrown into the category of fear, porn and misinformation, everything we have said is backed by legitimate science, the best of the best researchers, scientists, physicists and doctors. In every crime, follow the money to see who is the perpetrator, who created the virus, who owns the patent on the virus, who owns the patent on the test kits, the gene modifying, 
operating system jabs which hack your RNA, causing irreparable damage. Again, these are not vaccines. The good news is there is a way out and those who are not critically and research impaired can find it. Doctors of integrity are finding ways to reverse the damage, boost your immune system and are putting their careers and lives in jeopardy by bringing this information out. We cannot give medical advice, therefore we will advise you to do your own research. Wow, we are surrounded by pine trees. Isn't that where summerin comes from? Did someone say nanosoma? What about high doses of vitamin D and C? This is definitely not medical advice, just asking for a friend. And there have been a number of um, articles out and posts on social media about the um, using pine needle tea um, to reverse the effects of, of the so-called vaccine. The only thing to bear in mind is that there's a number of pine tree species that are actually toxic. So don't just go off picking pine needles from a tree that you don't know what, what it is because it could be one of the toxic ones. That's just a, um, a warning there. It is time to swallow the bitter pill. Many doctors are not healers. They are drug pushers trained by Big Pharma. They promote harmful drugs, the jabs breaking their Hippocratic Oath, doing severe harm to their patients. They are integrity-challenged businessmen. Find a doctor of impeccable integrity that honours their oath, which will research the highest and best treatment for any given situation. All those involved in these crimes against humanity will be held accountable. The federal protection does not include secondary administrators. Anyone that makes the job jab mandatory is liable. As in the past, karma works and there are forces at play now beyond their imagination. The hammer is coming down. This includes the global elite, the CCP, politicians, businessmen, the talking heads in mainstream media, all who have been involved in these crimes against humanity. Once the military is done with their arrests and investigations, there will be a whole new system of government. The White House will be no more. Many politicians will disappear. Much of what you are seeing is now theatre to educate the masses, many of whom just could not handle the truth. Many have already been arrested, tried and executed. What you are seeing is doubles, masks, CGI. Do you really think that is Biden you are watching? Why does his hand go through the microphones? How did they broadcast Biden's inauguration hours before the event in other countries? Why is Trump still riding on Air Force One and Marine One? Why do the military have the football access codes to the nukes? Why were they not passed on? Why does Biden not have access to the Pentagon? Why were his top generals arrested and removed? Clinton's gone, Gates gone, the Queen, she went back to her reptilian origins. Pope is gone, just a few left but their time is short. The White Hats and military have it all and control it all, and the one they salute is Trump. Corrupt agencies will be transformed or done away with altogether. It will be as if God, creator, great spirit, has said enough. It is finished, followed by a great unravelling or transformation. We all have to do our part. No rock shall be left unturned, and all the iniquities will be shouted from the rooftops. This is all driven from an incomprehensible force, the tyrants underestimated. Once done, we will join the rest of the multidimensional universe in peace. Reunite with the greater family of man-woman and technologies will surface to heal humanity and restore the earth. Technologies many can only dream of. They are flying in your skies as we speak. God's army is vast, it is multidimensional and fully equipped to take out seen and unseen negative influences. The order on high has been given time to buckle up and it's got a video in here of uh 30 years ago dr robert wilmer accused anthony fauci of genocide so that's the end of that article it's a really interesting summary i thought which is why i wanted to share it with you and i will now just share a couple of important developments in the um arena of covid and the vaccine I think it was last week I shared some information about Dr. Rainer Fulmich, or Fulmich, I'm not sure which, um, who had been gathering evidence about COVID and so on. 
This is actually an article from May the 9th, and it's from a Swedish site, sorendryer.com, and it's been automatically um, translated, so I don't know quite how good the English is, but um, the title is 1,000 Lawyers and 10,000 Doctors Have Filed a Lawsuit for Violations of the Nuremberg Code. Background to the new Nuremberg Trials 2021, a large team of more than a 1,000 lawyers and over 10,000 medical experts, led by Dr. Rainer, or Reiner Fulmich, has initiated legal proceedings against the CDC, WHO, and the Davos Group for Crimes Against Humanity. Fulmich and his team present the incorrect PCR test and the order for doctors to describe any comorbidity death as a COVID death, as fraud. The PCR test was never designed to detect pathogens and is 100% inaccurate at 35 cycles. All PCR tests monitored by the CDC are set at 37 to 45 cycles. The CDC acknowledges that tests over 28 cycles are not allowed for a positive, reliable test. This invalidates over 90% of the alleged COVID cases stroke infections detected by the use of this incorrect test. In addition to the incorrect tests and fraudulent death certificates, the experimental vaccine itself violates Article 32 of the Geneva Convention. Under Article 32 of the 1949 Geneva Convention, Mutilation and medical or scientific experiments not required for the medical treatment of a protected person are prohibited. According to Article 147, conducting biological experiments on protected persons is a serious breach of the Convention. <clears throat> the experimental vaccine violates all 10 Nuremberg Codes, which carry the death penalty for those who try to break these international laws. Number one provides immunity to the virus. This is a leaky gene therapy that does not provide immunity to COVID and claims that they reduce the symptoms, but double vaccinated are now 60% of patients who need ER or ICU with COVID infections. Number two protects the recipients from getting the virus. The gene therapy does not provide immunity and the double vaccine can still catch and spread the virus. Reduces deaths due to viral infection. This gene therapy does not reduce deaths from the infection. Double vaccinated people infected with COVID have also died. <clears throat> Number four, reduces the circulation of the virus. The gene therapy still allows the virus to spread because it gives zero immunity to the virus. Number five, reduces the transmission of the virus. This gene therapy still allows transmission of the virus because it does not confer immunity to the virus. The following violations of the Nuremberg Code apply. Number one, voluntary con consent is important. No person should be forced to take a medical experiment without informed consent. Many media, political and non-medical people urge people to take the, to take the injection. They do not provide information about the negative effects or dangers of this gene therapy. All you hear from them is safe and effective and the benefits outweigh the risks. Countries use blockades, coercion and threats to force people to take this vaccine or are banned from participating in free society under the mandate of a vaccine pass or green pass. During the Nuremberg trials, the media were also prosecuted and members were killed for lying to the public, along with many of the doctors and Nazis found guilty of crimes against humanity. Nuremberg Code number two yields with fruitful results that cannot be produced by other means. As mentioned above, gene therapy does not meet the criteria for a vaccine and does not offer immunity to the virus. There are other medical treatments that give fruitful results against COVID, such as ivermectin, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc and strengthened immune system for flu and colds. Uh, it doesn't mention uh, hydroxychloroquine in there, in, interestingly. Nuremberg Code number three, basic experiments as a result of animal experiments and natural history disease. The gene therapy skipped animal experiments and went directly to human experiments. In mRNA research used by Pfizer, 
a candidate study on mRNA with rhesus macaques monkeys using BNT162B2 mRNA. And in that study, all monkeys developed pneumonia, but the researchers considered the risk low because these were young, healthy monkeys from two to four years of age. Israel has used Pfizer and the International Court of Justice has accepted a requirement that 80% of recipients with pneumonia should be injected with this gene therapy. Despite this alarming development, Pfizer continued to develop its mRNA for COVID without animal testing. Nuremberg Code number 4, avoid all unnecessary suffering and injury. Since the launch of the experiment and listed under the CDC VAERS reporting system, over 4,000 deaths and 50,000 vaccine injuries, I think that is understated, it's in the hundred and something thousand vaccine injuries actually, have been reported in the United States. In the EU, more than 7,000 deaths, the latest I've read is it's now 10,000 deaths, and 365,000 vaccine injuries have been reported. This is a serious violation of this code. I'm going to whiz through the rest of the others um, because I want to make sure I've got time to cover my other topics. Nuremberg Code 5, no experiment shall be performed if there is reason to believe that injury or death will occur. We obviously know that's not true because there have been... um, drugs taken off the market with as little as um, 15 deaths and um, the powers that be are ignoring the thousands of deaths that are occurring with this. I covered some of those statistics last week. Nuremberg Code 6, the the risk should never exceed the benefit. Uh, It mentions COVID-19 has a recovery rate of 98 to 99%. Vaccine damage, death and adverse side effects of mRNA gene therapy far outweigh this risk. Nuremberg Code number 7. Preparations must be made for even remote possibilities of injury, disability or death. No preparations were made. This gene therapy skipped animal experiments. Actually, they did do some animal experiments, but all the animals died. So that's why they stopped it. Nuremberg Code number eight, experiments must be carried out by scientifically qualified persons. Politicians, the media and actors who claim that this is a safe and effective vaccine are not qualified. Propaganda is not medical science. Nuremberg Code number nine, everyone must have the freedom to end the experiment at any time. Despite the call from over 85,000 doctors, nurses, virologists and epidemiologists, the experiment does not end. In fact, there are currently many attempts to change laws to enforce vaccine compliance. Nuremberg Code number 10. The researcher must terminate the experiment at any time if there is a probable cause for injury or death. It is clear from statistical reporting data that this experiment leads to death and injury, but not all politicians, pharmaceutical companies and so-called experts make any attempt to stop this gene therapy experiment from harming a misinformed public. Legal proceedings are progressing, evidence has been gathered and a large growing group of experts is sounding the alarm. Now recently the FDA approved <coughs> using the vaccine on 12 to 15 year olds and the, as I said earlier they are continuing the testing now extending it to infants and younger children. So today I got an email, oh sorry it was um It was late yesterday, I think. An email from America's Frontline Doctors. We're suing. In the United States District Court, America's Frontline Doctors petition for temporary restraining order versus Xavier Becerra, Secretary of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and John and Jane Doe's 1 to 5, Black and White Partnerships and ABC Corporation's one to five defendants says dear jan today america's frontline doctors filed a petition for a temporary restraining order against the u.s secretary of the u.s department of health and human services xavier becara here's why children are not guinea pigs there is a statistically zero percent chance of young people dying of covid19 to prevent to promote an investigational product that has no long-term studies and no animal studies to pressure parents and teens to use an experimental product that has not been fully approved by the FDA 
breaks all of the rules of medicine and the, the HHS's own goal to protect Americans. The expansion of the Emergency Use Authorization, EAU, for younger children is all risk and no benefit. HHS is ignoring the science and the data. So just to correct myself from earlier, it wasn't the FDA, it's the HHS. <clears throat> HHS is betraying its mission to enhance the health and well-being of all Americans and by fostering sound, sustained advances in the sciences underlying medicine, public health and social services. Sadly, millions of parents are being misled by HHS Secretary Becerra and the FDA, and we are calling on the federal courts to stop Becerra and compel HHS to suspend the promotion and rush to administer a vaccine that has not been fully tested and approved. COVID-19 vaccine side effects. We've never seen this level of side effects for any vaccine without the FDA taking action. The rotavirus vaccine was cancelled for 15 cases of non-lethal side effects and the swine flu vaccine was cancelled for 25 deaths. But now by the CDC's own data, we are seeing a 12,000% increase in deaths with these vaccines and they're still promoting this to our kids. And it goes on to say the rate of survivability and so on. And there is a link to um, sign actually support this um, lawsuit so i will share that so now let's move on to the election and there's been some interesting quotes this week um which is why i titled the show the way i did uh boris epstein um i think that's the way you pronounce it in an interview said the freight train of truth is coming across the country uh referring to the number of audits that are going to be um put in place very shortly. Trump has also been on a couple of interviews. Um, he was on Joe Pegg's show and said, how do you govern when you lost? Referring to Biden, of course. Um, and he was on an OAN interview with Chanel Rion. Um, he, Chanel asked Trump, is he planning to take back the White House in 2024? And his response was, before 22, something has to be done, and relatively soon. And, of course, they've announced a number of rallies to be held, the first one in Florida. Interesting as well, I've seen trends of um, the number 17 popping up everywhere. So that's very interesting. We are nons <laughs> are always quick to pick up on the number 17. So I'm going to start with a Forbidden Knowledge TV uh, article. And this is um, titled, What a Difference a Week Makes. It, it was published on the 21st. Uh, During many recent episodes of Making Sense of the Madness, my reports have been very dark and despairing about the globalist pharmaceutical coup d'etat. But as of this past week, I finally feel like there's been a disturbance in the matrix. And it looks like things are finally turning up for those of us who care about freedom and human rights. The main focus of my report was on Patrick Byrne's amazing appearance on the Tor Says podcast Thursday to discuss the state of affairs in the US and the election audits. Of course, Byrne was the founder of Overstock and he's been paying um, forensic auditors and cyber guys to you know, dig into the election. Burns says it's now becoming clear to everyone in the US and the world that the bad guys are trying to cover their tracks and they're desperate to do so because several different kinds of lawsuits will become viable once the fraud is proven. For example, every law that Biden signs will become challengeable. Furthermore, Burns says this proof of fraud is not months off, it's weeks off. He also says that Arizona is the first bubble percolating up and that there's no way the fraudsters can win the information war. He says, we'll be at Arizona times five in a couple of months. There are several more audits in the pipeline where he believes states will move to pull their electoral votes. As to whether this can be done retroactively will be up to the Supreme Court. He says the Supreme Court will get nudged to do something what he believes should happen is that they appoint a special master to rule on this and what he'd like to see is for them to call for a federally run, paper-only special election in the six disputed counties run by the National Guard of each state. 
I can't remember if it was Trump, but somebody said, actually, this has affected the whole country. So anyway, he guesses that after so much digital election fraud since 2004, what we may discover is that America is actually 10 points to the right of where we've been brainwashed to believe we are and at least 58 points to the right of the Biden administration. What I got from listening to him is that we're basically in a race against the Biden administration deciding to go full goon in response to these revelations. We've all heard Biden's eerie warning earlier this week that the non-vax people will pay, and we've all seen how the Pentagon is firing commanders for criticising Marxism in the military. Byrne says the DOD's investigation into extremism is nothing more than a witch hunt to institute technocratic totalitarianism, and he believes this summer is when they're going to try to round people up for the FEMA camps, which is the full goon option that they're obviously considering. He says their problem is that they're relying on the police and military being with them, which he says they're not, because they know this is an authoritarian coup. He says that while the goons have sprinkled the top of the military ranks, such as the current Secretary of Defence and most of the generals with people who agree with this authoritarian coup, the vast majority of the enlisted ranks will not go along with putting everyday American patriots into gulags. And of course, we know that the majority of them absolutely love Trump. (laughs) He cited a poll in which 64% of all Americans believe fraud was involved in the 2020 election. Is the Biden administration going to call 64% of us domestic terrorists? It's possible that one way these goons will fight back is by starving us. This farmer's son posted this disturbing video on TikTok in which he claims farmers are being forced to destroy their crops, that the federal government is telling farmers they will pay them one and a half times the value of their produce to destroy their crops. Otherwise, they will no longer subsidise them and they will economically destroy them through taxes. He says they are engineering a food shortage. We have eight months to get our food supply together. But Patrick Byrne says the goons are now on the downside of their information war. They know they're losing, and now we've finally gotten off the floor. We may be bleeding, but they didn't expect us to fight back. It's six months later, and the election theft has failed to be normalised. It hasn't gone away. He says we're in a real crisis, but that in every crisis there's an opportunity. And this is an opportunity for us to show how and why we truly are the exceptional country we have claimed to be and to show how we will jujitsu our way out of this without any violence. Byrne says he sees how to win this and he's created the America Project, a non-profit organisation along with General Mike Flynn and others, of which he's financed the operating costs. He describes it as how we're going to save America by pursuing the election fraud and challenging all of the bogus lawfare lobbed at them by the goons. He likens it to having built a plane, but now he needs the fuel. So I advise everybody reading this to go there and donate $5 and your part to overcome this authoritarian coup. Byrne believes we will beat the fraud by Labor Day, but that the Biden regime might fight back by trying to put patriots into FEMA camps. The stakes are very high and we have to do everything in our power to peacefully overturn this treasonous administration. For her part, Tor says the globalists have totally lost, they just need to get real about it. The only thing that they have is the mainstream media and their fake stories and that they're literally incapable of talking about anything that's real. She reiterates that nothing can stop what is coming and she asks, why are they delaying the inevitable? What hallelujah moment can they have? What can happen that can work in their favour that makes them think they can get away with this? How can CNN ever come back? Nobody's listening to them anymore. I've never seen a government so adamant to vaccinate people. They all know they can't cancel truth. My answer to her is that the UFO disclosure coming this June might be it. This government-managed UFO disclosure has always been a Democrat project. We know that John Podesta was in charge of it at one point and that during the 2016 election, Hillary stumped about it on all the late night talk shows. Even Obama weighed in last week about UFOs in response to the last 60 Minutes broadcast. Wouldn't you know that Christopher Mellon, the billionaire heir of the influential Pittsburgh Bankster dynasty 
and the apparent deep stater in charge of this fake UFO disclosure op was a signatory of the open letter last month calling on legislators to form a 9-11-style commission to investigate the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. So far, this call has resulted in the House's vote on Wednesday to do just that, which is being mirrored by the DOD's witch hunt of patriots in the military. It will be interesting to see if the Senate votes this down or not. By the way, this footage, which I first saw on January 6th, has been making the rounds again, that shows Capitol Police gesturing towards the protesters and waving them in past the fencing towards the Capitol building. It's one of many images and videos taken that day that completely discredit claims that this was a violent coup attempt requiring a 9-11-style commission. I ended my report with an update on the Colonial Pipeline hack during Tours podcast Thursday. Patrick Byrne was asked by a viewer about the Colonial Pipeline and he said that $5 million was letting them off way easy, which he feels was a probe to get them over their objection to paying ransom and that the next time it would be for more. But I think Byrne was not really the right person to ask. Patrick Burgey, who was the developer of the ShadowNet psychological warfare software that was added to the Dominion and the Scorecard programs, let something out in his podcast last night when he said, I could show you how General Keith Alexander, General Jones, the Atlantic Council, General Keith Kellogg, and others are behind the cyber attacks that have shut down our gas gas supplies. So that's something to chew on. I need to look into that. And um, it's interesting because I think uh, ill President Trumpo, one of the spoof accounts on Twitter, um, actually made a reference to the CIA being involved in this, which I've seen that in other places as well. And Um, Whether or not you believe that that is truly Donald Trump or not, it is extremely entertaining. (laughs) And so linking back again to the title of the show, another article by Gateway Pundit. This was on the 20th. The dominoes are starting to fall. The freight train is coming across the country. Boris Epstein describes road ahead for election integrity. And he was actually interviewed on Steve Bannon's war room pandemic. On Thursday morning, former Special Assistant to President Trump joined Steve Bannon on the war room to discuss the latest developments in the Arizona forensic audit and beyond. On Wednesday, Republican gubernatorial candidate Vernon Jones called for an Arizona-style forensic audit on the 2020 presidential election in Georgia. The American people are not giving up on disclosing the fraud in the 2020 election, no matter what the fake news media says. Vernon Jones' press conference yesterday in Georgia, let me tell you, absolutely groundbreaking. The dominoes are starting to fall. The freight train is coming across the country. As Dr. Peter Navarro said, and this is Steve Bannon talking, Georgia is the cesspool. Wisconsin is the easiest to prove. As you said, Boris, all the problems in Arizona that we're finding and is going to flip to Trump. Mike Lindell says 80,000. Navarro says a couple hundred thousand. As bad as Pennsylvania is, and Michigan and Wisconsin and all this, that Georgia's the cesspool and that's why Vernon is going for it. And Boris replied, I'm hearing rumblings out of Pennsylvania, of course. Michigan, we know what's going on there in Antrim County, and Michigan broader. Wisconsin, very easy. Wisconsin, just Milwaukee, Dane County, where Madison is. We know from the audit that was already done in those two counties that they found found over 200,000 unlawful ballots there in an election that was decided by 20,000. And then the article contains the video of that full interview. So I've got uh, a few things that I picked up on Telegram. <clears throat> this is a reference to that Georgia um, audit that um, Vernon Jones is calling for. He said... I'm here today to call for an immediate forensic audit of the Georgia 2020 election. In recent weeks, I find myself troubled by the recent findings coming out of Arizona as they conduct forensic audits of their own led by their state legislature. From this audit, previously unknown findings have since come to light, including reports of missing ballots, broken seals on the boxes and containers that contain them, and wholly deleted databases of information related to this election. That is not right. 
Jones goes on to say that over 50% of Georgia's population do not trust the election process and calls upon Brian Kemp to initiate a full forensic audit of all 159 counties in the state of Georgia. And things are certainly happening in Georgia. Yesterday, an article by Epoch Times reports Georgia judge decides to unseal absentee ballots in Fulton County for review. A judge in Georgia on Friday ruled to unseal absentee, absentee ballots submitted in the 2020 presidential election. Petitioners in an ongoing case will be able to go to where the ballots are stored in Fulton County, Henry County Superior Court Judge Brian Amaro said at the conclusion of a hearing. Amaro plans to issue an order soon that will set forth protocols governing a fresh scanning of the ballots, which will be done by county workers while petitioners and their experts observe. There's another report. This is from Gateway Pundit. Uh, Michael Patrick Leahy. Thousands of Georgia ballots were delivered before they were picked up from drop, drop boxes in Georgia on election night. So very fishy. And as far as Arizona is concerned, all sorts of things have been, have been happening this week. Um, the state Senate um, asked for the Board of Supervisors to attend a meeting on Tuesday, an emergency meeting. None of them showed up. Um, the information, the folders or database that was deleted from the machine, which the Board of Supervisors is denying and saying that they were wrongly accused, has now been recovered. They're trying to put a spin on it saying, oh, well, it's because it was never deleted, but they actually used a forensic tool to recover the deleted uh, databases and files and they are desperate to stop this audit from continuing. But it's not working. They're desperate to stop, uh, to avoid handing over these routers. Uh, ben Cotton, founder of Cypher, who's uh, subcontracted to um, Cyber Ninjas, who are running the audit, explains his problems with the assertion that examining routers, routers would compromise Maricopa County data. There have been statements by the county that these election systems don't touch the internet. Therefore, the extension of that will be that they do not touch a county network because that is exposed to the internet. And to say that the data corresponding to these networks would somehow compromise law enforcement activity would seem incongruous to the previous statements. If you take the letter which states these compromises would occur at face value, then de facto, that means the election data had to be exposed to the Internet, which I don't know if that is the case or not. But that is certainly something that we need to explore, given the inconsistencies in these public statements. Um, so they're absolutely def desperate. Apparently, there was a package delivered to the Senate president in uh, Arizona, which is had some suspicious white powder in it, and that's under investigation as well. So desperate deeds by the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, and um, we'll see how this plays out because the audit was paused for, I think, the whole of this week because of these um, graduations, but it resumes on Monday. So nothing can stop what is coming. So although that it seems that the country is falling apart under the Biden administration and, you know, there's this ceasefire between Israel and Gaza that he's trying to take credit for, even though it was Egypt that brokered that deal. Um, the rollout of these audits in the different states is really a good news and it's very encouraging because People are not putting up with this and they're saying, no, this election was definitely stolen. We need to get the right president back in, not necessarily the White House, as we've talked about before, but officially recognised as the, the president of the Republic of the United States. And then we can get rid of all these um, criminals, corrupt people, the dark Luciferian Satanist people, get them off the planet. And then, you know, Nasara Jasara, everything will roll out beautifully. And I am just keeping my myself focused on that timeline. And I hope you'll join me in doing that. So that's all I have time for today. Um, 
I hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll join me for another Cosmic Creating show next week. Just to remind you, you can find me at the successalchemist.net. That's my coaching site and the webalchemist.net, which is where I do WordPress development for conscious businesses. And also Empowered Manifestation, which is the book I wrote all about my successes in manifesting. And we really are in manifestation mode at the moment. So do go along there and take a look at that. All right. Well, thank you for, to Nancy for producing the show. And I hope you'll, as I say, hope you'll join me next week. Take care, be safe and bye for now. You have been listening to the Cosmic Creating Radio Show with Jan Shaw, a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Live long and prosper. 